0: Brought to you by NACHA. Hello, and welcome to Payment Smartcast, NACHA's podcast channel, featuring discussions of interest to the payments community. I'm Dan Roth, Senior Director of Communications at NACHA. Smarter Faster Payments 2023 is just around the corner. It will take place in Las Vegas from April 16th through 19th. The conference is the premier event for professionals in our industry, because it provides more than 120 educational sessions covering the breadth of the payments landscape. Today, I am pleased to welcome Angel Grant to Payment Smartcast. Angel is Vice President of Security at F5. She is well known to many in the payments community, and she will be providing conference attendees with insights on an area perhaps we have not yet considered being part of the payments industry. Her session is, Navigating Payment Security and Privacy in the New World, Metaverse, Web3, and NFTs. Also joining us today is Ashley Mastico. Ashley is the Director of Education and Accreditation at Nacha. Ashley has been planning the educational sessions for this year's conference for more than six months, and she will highlight what sessions attendees will be able to choose from next month in Las Vegas. Angel, thank you so much for joining us today. I was hoping you could start with your background and the story that brings you to being a speaker at Smarter Faster Payments 2023.
1: Sure. And thanks for having me today. Um, to give you a little bit of context for my background, I grew up in the financial services space. Then I went to work for a, a startup online payments company where I actually had the privilege of being the product manager for the one of the ind- industry's first online payment applications. And at that time, I was actually going out to a lot of banks and telling them about this wonderful thing called online payments and they told me I was crazy and no one's gonna bank online. So clearly this online payment thing took off, um, came a long way, but during that time, cybercrime actually increased. So I started working with a variety of different security vendors to integrate into my online payments application, which helped me develop a passion for cybersecurity. And since then, I've had the opportunity to work for several security vendors focusing a whole with a whole variety of uh, domains of cybersecurity, with all of the focus, all of them focusing on protecting digital innovation. And I've also been really engaged with many industry forums to advocate for securing payments over the course of technology development, such as engaging with FSISAC and PCI Board of Advisors, engaging with the Federal Reserve Secure Payments Task Force, and I've actually been part of the NACHA community, even the regional niche community, for over two decades, participating in a variety of different um, committees, such as the Innovation Alliance Risk Regulatory and Security Advisory Committee. And every year, I actually look really look forward to joining uh, the payments community at the NAGTA Smarter Faster Payments Conference because I want to continuously motivate organizations to feel they're empowered to embrace innovation so they can adapt as quickly as technology is adapted, but ensure that they're doing it considering security and privacy from the start.
0: So it's clear that you both have a deep understanding of emerging technologies and how they impact the payments industry, as well as people who will be listening to this podcast probably know who you are and have worked with you. So I just wanna turn to your session a little bit. It's called Navigating Payment Security and Privacy in the New World, Metaverse, Web3, NFTs. Now there's a lot of words that we will use at Smarter Faster Payments 2023 that are a part of panels, but these words are not those that would be generally affiliate with payments. So I'm just curious, who is already participating in this space?
1: Yeah, so they're not words that people may not necessarily correlate to payments, but they should be. So to put things in perspective, people are already spending over $54 billion annually on virtual goods. So that's a heck of a lot of payments. So as a payments professional, somebody should pause and really think about that. And there's also over $120 billion that was invested just in the first half of 2022 to build out technology and infrastructure to support this emerging new world. So clearly, there's a microeconomy that people are engaging in and folks are investing in. However, when most people think about the metaverse, they're only really thinking about gaming and social networking. However, it's quickly becoming the cornerstone of a lot of new virtual business models in channels in all types of industries, ranging from retail, entertainment, financial services, healthcare, and education. I'll give you a couple of specific examples. So JP Morgan Chase launched the Onyx Lounge in Decentraland. Companies like Japan and South Korea plan to expand their public services to the metaverse to allow users to take their avatars to tax offices. Um, The virtual real estate world is really starting to boom to offer new services like we have in the physical world with mortgages and rental agreements. And even Elton John, he teamed up with Roblox to uh, roll out his Beyond the Yellow Brick Road immersive experience for his, his final tour. So clearly there's a lot of interest in an economy developing um, that the payments community should be paying attention to.
0: So you have a deep understanding of this world. And at payments, there is a lot for us to focus on, both as an industry as well as at the conference itself. What are the ramifications for those of us in the payments community who are not following this new world?
1: Yeah, clearly there's a lot for payment the payment industry to be paying attention to this day, and it can be overwhelming, um, but clearly there's a lot of people betting on the success of these new technologies. So the two biggest ramifications for the payments community to consider that I would recommend they keep their eye on, and I'll go deeper into all this in my session as well. So first ramification they really need to think about is the potential cyber threats that will target their company if they don't have visibility into what's happening. And a perfect example of this is brand impersonation attacks. And so this would be an example of where a criminal is going to go ahead and set up a virtual world with your brand if you don't already have one out there. And this is exactly what happened when we saw companies who were originally setting up their first website. There was a ton of domain squatters out there. That was a big thing. The same type of thing is going to happen in the metaverse as people are in these virtual worlds. And it's important to remember that when new disruptive technology becomes available, criminals will always look for vulnerabilities within your applications, peoples, and processes. So you need to get ahead of that. You need to proactively plan around that and consider security and privacy from the start. And this is exactly why Interpol has actually already established a global metaverse police to get ahead of this. So that's the first thing. The second thing to consider is the ramification for missed revenue opportunities. So the metaverse can really bring out new business models to help sustain customer brand loyalty and provide that community engagement and new services. And a simple example would be um, the mortgage industry. So if you reflect in 1.0 time web 1.0, that was really the read-only environment. So when, when I worked at a bank in the mortgage department, it was like a big deal. We put the mortgage rates on our first website. It was static, but it was better than faxing to all the branches. Web 2 came out, which was really read-write capabilities. So we added the ability to do mortgage prequals and calculators and online application forms on our website. Now with Web 3, it provides the opportunity for read-write, those examples I just gave, and provide decentralized ownership and control of the attributes that go along with the identity. So basically putting the web in the hands of the users in the community. So for banks, this could simplify the mortgage application process, allow for new ways to um, s- loan op- for loan officers to engage um, and do attach for additional banking products or provide new mortgage lending tools for both physical and virtual real estate. So in my session, I'm gonna go much, much deeper to all this um, so the attendees who come to my session will really understand all of the ramifications the opportunities for business models and walk away with a survival kit to successfully navigate and learn ways to take advantage of this new opportunity in this space.
0: Well, Angel, you've certainly given me a lot to think about over the last couple of minutes. And I'm certain our, our listeners will as well. And really a, a reason why, why they should look forward to your session. And I really want to draw Ashley and bring her into the conversation now. And Ashley, Drawing on what Angel has discussed, uh, cybersecurity and risk are top of mind for many of those in the payments industry. What are some of the other panels at Smarter, Faster Payments that will also discuss this topic?
2: Yeah, thank you, Dan. i happy to talk about that a little bit. Uh, you know, cybersecurity and risk is probably our most popular track because it encompasses all of the things related to fraud. It's going to talk about your best practices, your mitigation, your risk management, and of course, I mean, we know that fraud is at the top of mind for everyone because it's the biggest risk that they have to mitigate every day. Um, we have some really, really amazing sessions on the agenda this year. Uh, the ones that I'm thinking of off the top of my head are uh, this really great series, part of our executive series called Fighting Back Against Payment Fraud, Industry Best Practices, where we're going to hear from some fraud leaders from J.P. Morgan, Um, Con Edison and Wise, as they discuss the latest trends in fraud and some of the new innovations that are, uh, you know, helping organizations, you know, really stay vigilant when it comes to fighting fraud. And then another really fantastic session that I'm super excited about is we're going to be hearing from Good Labs. Um, they've partnered with Microsoft to give us a session called "A Lighthouse in the Dark Web: Weaponizing AI for Account Takeover." And they're actually bringing in a reformed fraudster—you know, someone who has committed account takeover and is now working with law enforcement to, you know, provide their expertise on the matter as they, um, you know, they stop this kind of fraud in its tracks. And I think that's going to be a really unique perspective that a lot of payments professionals probably haven't had the chance to really hear. Um, up until now. So I think that's going to be a really fantastic session.
0: Well, and I wonder if they'll be able to get Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio to come back and star when they make that a movie. So (laughs) in addition to cybersecurity and risk, there's several other tracks that people who come to payments can choose from. Uh, Give us some of the ideas of what those tracks are and what, what will be discussed.
2: Oh yeah. So payments 2023, this year we have nine separate tracks and they encompass, you know, the the full scope of the payments world. We've got your smarter payments, we've got your faster payments, and we have an entire track that's even dedicated to the new ideas that are coming out and disrupting the industry and really driving us forward. Um, we also have some great tracks uh, that dive into small to large business perspectives for our corporate attendees and payments in practice. So you can learn, you know, what your peers are doing in the industry and, and how they are, are working around these things. It's truly not, you know, just an ACH conference anymore. This is the ultimate payments conference. And you're going to be hearing about really everything that touches the payments world.
0: So Angel, a question for you. How many pay, uh, payments conferences have you attended?
2: Oh, jeez, uh, yeah,
1: that's a good question. Uh, um, probably more than I'm willing to admit. Uh-
0: <laughs> well, we can leave it there. Yeah. Um, obviously, in addition to your session, what are the, some of the things as as a veteran of payments that you look forward to being a part of, and as a part of, um, and making a part of your year coming to smarter, faster payments
1: one of the things that I always look forward to is engaging with the community. And you realize that everyone at this conference is so passionate about payments and really wants to continue to see how they can grow the industry. And it also makes you realize how it is a true ecosystem. It's not a do-it-yourself. There's We're all interconnected to the success of the payment. Rails, and the that is one thing that this conference really brings to light is all the aspects that you have to think about as you're building out your your strategies and realizing it's a community. It's not a do-it-yourself project. It takes it takes everyone who's sitting in that room and building those relationships. And particularly when you're looking at it from a cybersecurity perspective, building the relationships in a time of um despair where of organizations under attack, having the relationship to pick up the phone, call somebody within the community and say, hey, I just experienced this. What, what should I do? What have you done? And it it just brings it to life and makes it real, makes it personal and real and, and makes everyone in that in the, at the conference know that you know, people have their back and they're working in the same direction and vision um, to move the industry forward.
0: And so, Ashley, in that vein, uh, for someone who's never been to a Smarter, Faster Payments conference before, why should they carve out part of their April and come to Las Vegas and be a part of Smarter, Faster Payments, especially in 2023?
2: Yeah, I mean, drawing on what Angel said, which I, I mean, I think she said it beautifully um, all the same reasons why someone would return to payments are the same reasons why if you've never been to payments, you have to put yourself in the room. I mean, the people in payments know that the payments landscape is just evolving so quickly. There's new ideas, there's new technologies and they are coming out, it seems, you know, literally every day. So if you want to make sure that your organization's on the ground floor of these things, you really have to, you know, invest in yourself and, you know, get yourself here to the conference. And if you've never been before, I mean, there's no better time. We're in Vegas this year. It's an amazing venue. The energy is going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, the industry for you know, quite a few years has been unable to travel. And we are seeing the enthusiasm. We are hearing the enthusiasm for, that everyone has to get back it, to in-person conferencing. Nashville gave us a piece of that last year. And this year's excitement is going to be even higher. So if there's any time to start, it's going to be when payments is in Vegas.
0: Thank you again, Angel and Ashley. For our listeners, Space at Smarter Faster Payments 2023 is filling up fast. Go to payments.nacha.org to find more information about conference sessions and to register. And we will look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas in April.